Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronas, I have one question for you. Is Baker Mayfield a fantasy bust? Oh, it's not even close. I mean, it's an easy yes because he has four touchdowns. So I don't know if you saw my tweet, Doc, but I couldn't believe this last night. So in a league that I share with my friend, we were up three going into last night's game. And I said, it's a loss. There's no way my opponent had Baker Mayfield. So I didn't bother. (laughs) Did he score three? Did he score three? Negative two in that format. So we won. I can't believe it. Like, it's, I've never, like, you know, we've been on the lucky side and unlucky side. Like, that one, I I just could not believe. I was stunned. And I said, look, I'll, I'll take the lucky win. That's another league where I kind of left points on the bench this week. So, uh, I'll take the win. But yeah, Baker Mayfield, complete bust. Eight to 22, 100 yards, two picks. He looks lost. And that's the thing in this game. You saw them getting dominated. And I thought the Antonio Callaway drop was probably the biggest play of the game because. They oh, he dropped one, Adam? Did he really? Yeah, he yeah I know. I know. And he made several mistakes. He lined up in the wrong spot, ran the wrong way on the Beckham reverse. So just mistakes that go back to last year. But look. The 49ers, I think a lot of people were saying, all right, let's see how for real they are. And they made a huge statement. The defensive line is good. But, of course, everyone's talking about the Browns because, you know, I said it. I thought they were being overrated. I mean, it's a good team. If you remember, we were going over the schedule. And I was like, you know, I don't know, man. This team's there was a lot of pressure on them. They were on the cover of SI. Everyone was anointing them. They got to prove it. They have to win games. This team has done nothing ever. Did you ever. see Baker, Baker missed Beckham by like 10 feet early oh, yeah. on in the game? Oh, yeah. When he was open? Yeah. Open. I mean, not wide open. You can't miss a guy like that. You just can't. And Because you know that if you get it near Beckham, it's a catch. That's just got to be on Baker Mayfield. Yeah, it's look, a lot of it is the offensive line, but Baker's not helping. He's holding the ball too long. He's leaving the pocket too soon. And that kind of happens when you're under constant pressure. But that was an embarrassment last night. You know, at least, and I'm glad it didn't happen, you expected, all right, fine, at least they're going to get some garbage time. They couldn't even complete passes in the second half to at least get some points. I mean, it was a disastrous game across the board in fantasy. I would, I, I say it this way. If they played that game 100 times, San Francisco wins 99 times. They were the better team every in, in every facet of the game. Oh, they were. They have uh, 11 takeaways on the season, which is tied for third most in the NFL, and they even have their bye already. Uh, Bosa is such a difference maker, dude. Definitely, uh, for sure. I mean, I, I look. It's funny, Richard Sherman. You heard all the my thing. You you rush will cover, right? You rush will right. And I think that that rush with Bosa, Bosa is if he's not touching the guy, he's near the guy. It's just a difference because they never had a difference maker like this one before. Yeah, it's definitely made a big difference, and uh, you know they've been dominant defensively, and they'll get a test this. Well, not a test, but they'll get a division game against the Rams uh, on the road. Rams will have the extra few days to repair. It'll be a short week for San Francisco, but yeah, Cleveland is just a disaster right now, and uh, I didn't draft Baker Mayfield anywhere. I was willing to take him. Uh, there was one of our online championships where it was like round nine or ten, and he almost made it Adam, to I have him in like ten leagues. Yeah, it's, it sucks, I feel right? Like I, can't, I feel like I can't cut him. 
Something tells me that I will be the biggest moron in the history of the, wor- of the world if I cut this guy and all of a sudden after the bye week he figures it out. Yeah, I mean, they do have a tough schedule coming up. But, yeah, I think in our format, it's really difficult to because, like, what's on the waiver wire? Now, if people are listening and they're in a league with 16 roster spots and they have good options, I still am kind of reluctant to cut them, but I could see it Would more you than cut them for Gardner Minshew? Oh, man, I cannot would believe you, we are talking about this. Would you uh, cut him for Jimmy G? In what type of league, though? Ours. No, I don't think so. I'd pet drop someone else. I mean, if you have Baker, who's your other quarterback you have now? In those leagues, you have to have I another have, one. I, I, think. I, have Ky- I have most leagues. I have Kyler Murray with Baker. Yeah, so, so I'm then going with Murray. You play Murray. Yeah, but then I, mean, I have some leagues. I have one league, dude. I have Baker and Brissett. I got to play Baker this week. I I want to vomit. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, then you have to just figure out. You know, do you want to continue to have confidence in him, or are you giving up? I mean, it's been terrible so far. It really has. I mean, four touchdowns. In, well, let me throw it to five this games. One. He's got Seattle next week at home, which I think is, a, is doable. Then he's on a bye. Then listen to this one. New England, Denver, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Miami, easy, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, his, and Arizona. So weeks 12, 14, and 15 are great. They are. Yeah, they're, Miami, they're, Cincinnati, Arizona. But those other games are murder. Yeah, there's a few bad ones in there. So, yeah, it's, a, it's tough uh, trying to figure out what to do with him right now because – I don't think anyone's going to play him this week. That's for sure. I mean, we've been getting questions over the last week or two about cutting him. Well, see, the interesting thing is I say that Cincinnati is a good matchup, but Cincinnati is the worst run defense in the history of the world. Isn't that a Nick Chubb week? It should be. I mean, like last week, if you saw uh, against the Ravens, Baker had over 300 yards, but he only had one passing touchdown because Chubb ran a lot. But I got to think at some point, they if there's no pass rush, they want to get Baker going. I mean, because this is this – is, Complete. I mean, they're lucky to be two and three. Remember, they played the Jets with Luke Falk, and they didn't even dominate that game. No, that game, game was much closer than you would have thought. Right. If Sam Darnold plays that game, they the Jets might win, and then we're looking at a one and four team. Would you cut Baker for Sam Darnold? Uh, I don't think so. Right. So, so basically, you're with you're stuck with him. You're not. You have to make that decision. I mean, here's the thing. If you invested no, I think, that early I think, in Baker, I think you believe in him. him. I, I do believe. Look, I am as high on Baker Mayfield as anybody before the season started. I thought this guy could have 30 touchdown passes easily. So, I mean, do I jump ship because it's so bad? But, I mean, what, what am I going to do? Pick up Gardner Minshew? Or am I going to pick up Jimmy Garoppolo? I think I'd just rather ride the Baker Mayfield wave. Yeah, and people have to make that decision. I think a lot of people are going to bail. Well, for sure, uh, because people just look at the results. And here's the thing, too. The Browns are getting so much attention. They've played three national games in the first five. So we have seen three of their games in isolation where everyone is just bashing them. So it's all over. And they're easy. What I find, what I find crazy is, like, I see a lot of people loving to bash this team. I thought they, everyone loved them going into the year. I don't know if it's because of Baker Mayfield's arrogance. I think that's what's turned people off. Well, he and, has and turned Beck, people off. And he's Beckham. a jerk. Yeah, the, the, he's a jerk. No, there's no doubt he's a jerk. And I, I kind of, you, he, you're. It's okay to be a jerk if you're five and zero oh, or four and one. If you win, Not yeah, you have right. to, you have to do something. Like Brady could be a jerk, right? No one oh. cares. I mean, guy won. But what has Baker ever done? He had a nice stretch last year, but this there's pressure on you now, and you're you're buckling under it. I mean, to be so good last year and you didn't have Beckham to be so bad this year. I mean, it's a huge drop, Adam. Huge. Yeah, offensive line a major problem. Yeah. All right, we'll continue talking about waiver wire pickups when we return right after this. 
DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. We're back. We're full-time fantasy. Check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONUS50 for 50% off your first two months. And we'll try to get you to a fantasy football championship. I'm looking here, RONUS. Chad actually has a couple of bad teams. He and I are really bad in this one league. Woo, we're terrible. Yeah, look, it happens. I've said it. You know, even the best players, especially if you have a lot of teams, there are going to be things that go wrong. I have a couple teams this year that suck, too. And uh, it happens. You know, you just get a few injuries or the wrong players. And, you know, that's part of it. And you just hope that you have more good than bad. And you hope you have a couple that can really compete up top. That's really uh, what you're looking for. I have about three or four teams that can go all the way. That's it. I can tell you now. Yeah, usually you can get a good gauge. Uh, I mean, I don't have many teams in it, in ours, but I, I don't know. Maybe one that I really like. Well, I, it, look, if I can get Dalvin Cook injured. And David Johnson injured, <laughs> I will win this league because I have Madison and Chase Edmonds everywhere, literally everywhere. Well, there you so, go. Then you might yeah. be okay. I will. So I just need to. And Devin Singletary, I literally could have the best teams out there, Adam, if I could just hold on. Like if I'm not in 12th place until that point, I'm going to be good. Yeah. Well, you you might uh, see David Johnson potentially sit this week. It's still early, but uh, you know he's dealing with this little back issue he was able to play through it but uh maybe it's a possibility since this week you never know at 27 years old do you consider a running back old yes in fact uh i forgot where it was i don't know if it was on our message board but someone asked me about a trade uh involving david johnson at dynasty and they got a, a running i think it was carry on johnson and a young receiver i said yes do it do you consider 30 for a receiver old or could adam Thielen play for three more years no he can play for three more years but you know, it is start, you start to, you know, worry. Every, you know, every player is different. There's some receivers that can play to 33, 34 effectively. I mean, isn't Edelman, what is Edelman, like 34? Yeah, he looks and, great. But he has also been banked up a lot. I mean, even at an injury in the preseason. But he plays with Brady. Isn't so, Larry Fitzgerald like 80 years old? Oh, yeah. He, he's he's different, though, man. He's just always in great shape. And, you know, he's still, you know what, though? He's solid for volume, but he doesn't have these huge games. And uh, I have one league where I'm stacked at right receiver, and I, I might Fitzgerald might be the guy that I send to the bench, man, because not against the Falcons, dude. Yeah, okay, we said that against the Bengals last week. He was six for fifty-eight with no Christian Kirk. I mean, look at his lines. He's not going to have game-breaking. You know what I mean? Six for fifty-eight, five for forty-seven, five for thirty-six. You know, it's great, but it's not not a huge ceiling for him anymore. That's true. You're not going to get the 12 for 207 yards and two touchdowns. That's not happening. You know, that's a league where I have DJ Chark and Will Fuller. Like, you know what I mean? And and, and Juju and Evans and Boyd. I, I almost lost my lunch this morning. I was driving my son to school and I was listening to the radio and some other channel, you know, the channel I'm talking about. Somebody said that we should pick up Will Fuller because he was only 65% owned. 
I'm like, what leagues is Will Fuller 65% owned? Yeah, it's probably like ESPN or something. Um, How do we even use that? I can't, I, can't, I can't even relate, dude. Yeah, I know. That's, But that's the thing that makes it tough. Like, I would never put him in my write-up. I mean, my write-up, I say they have to be 40% or lower in one of the three. Uh, but, you know, there could be some people out there that play in, you know, a fun league, an office league where he is there. You know, people, you know how people are. Oh, he didn't do nothing for four weeks. I'm dropping him. You know, and then all of a sudden he goes off. So, you know, obviously you ha- it depends on the audience. And I think we tend to think of our audience as very sophisticated. And, you know, we tend to play to the high stakes leagues and the high stakes format since that's where a lot of our leagues are. And even if it's not the high stakes leagues, you know, in the league that we play in outside, it's 12 teams, 20 rounds, you know, similar to the high stakes leagues. No, so. I, th- I think you're right. I think I, I, I try to do this show as it's a sophisticated listener. Because that's what I, I that's what I'd want to hear. Right. I don't want to tell people out there pick up Will Fuller. Look, if someone has Will Fuller available and they want to call up or they want to ask the question on the message board, do it. I mean, I have a guy on our message board who always asks for me. He plays in an eight or ten team league, and he's asking me to rank these stud receivers for the rest of the year. And it's like it changes every week, man. I mean, but I but look, that's what's fun for him. So good for him, and that's why we're here to help. But yeah, I mean, Wait, I, I hate those questions. Right, rank these guys for the rest of the year. And I always tell the worst I, one though, Adam, is Doctor Roto. Who should I trade for so and so? Look at my team and tell me who I should offer for so and so. Right, I hate I, that even more. Yeah, that's the worst because you got. Here's the thing, and this is why a lot of trades fail and people get upset and don't want to make trades. You have to look at the other team and see what they need. You can't just because you could say, "Oh, I, I, I want to trade this guy. Who should I get?" And I could give you names, but those names, it, it's a waste of time because you might look at all those names and the other team doesn't have anything you want or an, there's no match. So you're wasting time. You need to specifically go. I always say it: go to the roster grid, look and see what the opponent needs, see if there's a match. Sometimes there's not a match. Some team might come to you and say, "Hey, I want this guy." You look at his team, you go, "You know what? There's nothing I want on your team. Sorry, we're not a fit." It's so funny. I did a dynasty trade earlier today. And I went through each roster, and I needed a tight end desperately. And I saw there were three teams who had an abundance of tight ends. And then I looked at it and said, what does this guy need? And we play in an IDP league. And this guy needed a defensive uh, tackle badly. So I offered Geno Atkins for a tight end. Deal was done in two seconds. Click the button. He clicked the button. Easy peasy. When you make offers that make sense to people, they'll take it. Right, and I think sometimes you'll look and you'll get an offer and you'll be like, did this guy even look at my team? I mean, he's offering right. me a tight end and I have George Kittle and Darren Waller. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, why do I need a tight end? You know, so, yeah, it's very important to do that. But, you know, yeah, the rest of the season thing is so difficult because it, things change on a, on a week-to-week basis with injuries and everything. And especially when you're, like, trying to rank wide receiver threes that are close and a lot depends on matchups. You know, it's like, oh, who has the biggest upside for the rest of the season? Well, if you asked me in week three, Robbie Anderson's going to be lower on the list. Now with Sam Donald back, Robbie Anderson's higher. And if you look at the Jets' schedule, they have some good matchups upcoming. So that's where things change drastically. Oh, no, Robbie Anderson is very interesting moving forward. Very right. interesting. But, if you, would have, Herndon is but if you would have asked that in week two or week three, he'd be right. lower on the pecking order because, hey, I, yeah, Donald's probably coming back, but I don't know when. So if you're asking me at that moment in week two, I got to put Robbie Anderson lower. Yeah. Now you ask me, Donald is back. He's going to start this week. Robbie Anderson's higher on that list. I, I'm Honestly, I, I'm getting older, honest, as you know, right? And I like answering questions 
A or B? Do I want this guy or that guy? Much easier for me. Or I've got three guys picked two. Once it gets complicated like that, it's, I, my eyes start to glaze over, dude. I'm like, I just can't process this. You've got 47 people. I, I don't know. Give me two names. You do the work. And, let, and if you need me to, 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 to like break a tie for you, I'm, I'm happy to do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I know. Um, most people like that. But there are some times where people write a book. I know. All right. Let's get to waiver wire here. Devlin Hodges plays the Chargers. Does he have any value this week? No, nah, only outside, only in a super flex league, maybe if you're desperate. But I mean, all right, how about in the Scott Fishbowl? Would you bid on him? I won't because I have three quarterbacks. Well, look at you, Mr. Fancy. Well, I have, I have Winston, Lamar Jackson, and Teddy Bridgewater. So I don't need him. All right, so let's say you did. Let's say you only had one. Let's say you had, you know, uh, Josh Allen on bye this week. Would you bid on Hodges? Yeah, not a lot, though, man. Not a lot. Okay. Because it might only be one week. I mean, apparently they said Rudolph was walking around cheerful. I mean, it doesn't really mean anything. I mean, again, he hasn't been ruled out yet, but that is Sunday night, too. So keep that in mind. Kirk Cousins should have a week, Ronis, playing the Eagles. You can't run on the Eagles, but you can throw on them. Is he a guy you're spending on this week? Yeah, you can stream them for sure. I mean, I still am a little worried. I mean, we did see that Philly defense get 10 sacks last week. I know the Jets' offensive line isn't that good. Would uh, you cut Baker Mayfield for Kirk Cousins? Oh, man. Oh, that is such a tough one. I'd rather start Cousins this week. I, will I know. That. I'd rather start Cousins, but I don't know if I want Cousins for the rest of the year in case somebody gets Baker. Right. That's a tough one, right? And you don't want to roster three quarterbacks. (laughs) I know. I don't want to do that. How about young Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, I think he's a streamer this week for sure. Jacksonville has been very vulnerable, especially if uh, Ramsey's out. out. And I I just can't see him playing at this point. If Ramsey's out, do you think Traquan Smith or Ted Ginn has a game? I wouldn't want to play them i mean gin did have a touchdown last week but i still think it's mostly thomas and, and we did see a little bit more cook too so i think it's thomas kamara and maybe a little cook smith I don't and get a roll of the dices i don't think jalen ramsey suits up for the jacksonville jaguars this year doesn't seem like it he doesn't want to play for them would you they're they're better i mean when he when he was pissed off they were zero and two and now all of a sudden they're competitive and minchu has been you know what i mean so yeah, i know i agree with you i, I think want to play he's probably just pissed off at coughlin whatever happened that's true all right guys back with more right after this dailyrodo.com learn from the game's best dfs players we don't just give you premier advice we play every day all major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. All right, guys, put your money where your mouth is and take a shot. 
by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid where you receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you are in control. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. And Adam Ronis, you're exactly right. Sammy Watkins did hurt himself during the National Anthem. I wrote that just there. What a joke, man. I mean, I know that he was on the injury report. He was at it Friday with a shoulder and hammy, but he was active. And I had him in the lineup in one league. And uh, I don't even know if he got on the field at all. Maybe one play? Let me see. I'm looking now. He played uh, two snaps. <laughs> two snaps. I'm like, are you kidding me? Why activate him then? I mean. I know. that's See, that was dumb. That's a good point. Why, did you, why activate the guy when you could have activated somebody else? And trust me, you needed everybody against that Colts team. That Colts team came to that stadium thinking they could win at him. Yeah, and I love it. I mean, great attitude. But, you know, we've we, here's the thing. We've seen players this year that we weren't sure about that went on to play and had big games. So I think we're all in the mindset now, like, hey, I'm playing everyone. We went through this with Godwin, LaShawn McCoy, Michael Gallup over the last couple of weeks. And here's one that failed. I mean, especially if you waited for Watkins. Uh, and I had Watkins in one league with him and McCall Hartman. I'm like, all right, Watkins is active. He's in my lineup. Zero. Well, look. I'm gonna, I'll give you this analogy. Maybe I'm right or wrong. Do you remember when Mike Tyson used to walk in the ring and guys would literally fall down before he even took off his towel? Right. They were intimidated. They were intimidated. I felt that way about the Chiefs, but I don't know if I feel that way anymore. The Lions played the Chiefs well. The Colts beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are like Mike Tyson without, oh, uh, with Buster Douglas already knocked them out. Well, it kind of happened to them last year in the playoffs against New England, but they did bounce back, and they got up off the canvas, and they really fought, and that game went overtime. So I think right now they have some injuries on the offensive line. How healthy is Mahomes? And, you know, this— Watkins is hurt. Hill is yeah, hurt. Yeah, so, you know— The defense, though, is terrible. It's terrible. But we knew that. We, we all knew, especially you can run at them, and that's what teams are going to try and do now. They're going to say, okay, you know what? We'll grind out the clock like Indy did, and not a lot of teams can do it. Like, I don't no, but, think de- but Detroit could. Detroit and Indy were the same type of team. I don't think Houston can do it. Not with Carlos Hyde. No, agreed. Agreed. But I think that Detroit—I was thinking about that the other night, that Detroit and Indianapolis were two bad matchups for Houston because those teams love to run and pound and pound and pound, and that's who can beat them. And that's who's going to beat them. And they're good defensively. The Lions are a lot better than I thought. Uh, and I knew the Colts—well, I didn't expect the Colts to be this good defensively this week because Darius Leonard was out and their secondary was banged up. Yeah, but no, again, it goes back to culture, man. The and Colts Gethers have was the out. right. Gethers was yeah, out Gethers too. was out. They're starting safeties route. Malik Hooker, Gethers, Darius Leonard. But it goes back to culture. They have built a very good culture there in Indianapolis since Frank Reich took over. All right, Big Phil in Kentucky. What's up, dude? Um, do I need to drop Patrick Mahomes? Yes. That is overrated. <laughs> See? now, do you, All right, let me ask you this. Seriously, Phil. Seriously. You took him in like round five in many drafts. At the first, I yelled at you. Then I told you you were brilliant. Now, how do you feel about it if you had to do it over again? You know, I'm just kidding, right? No, no. I'm being, now. I'm being serious, though. Um, I mean, no. I mean, I don't think it's a big problem. 
So you it know, doesn't bother you the last better. couple of games where he's been I like, like – I mean, I, I like um, Jackson better because they both had down weeks the past couple of weeks, and I got Jackson, you know, 10 or right. 11. Right. That's, that so, Ronis, that's what Ronus and I were talking about yesterday, right, Adam? That Jackson is better in round 13 than Mahomes was in five, only with the last couple of games. Right. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I wasn't taking Mahomes anywhere. And, you know, obviously the last first few weeks, I'm like, oh, boy, that man, maybe I should have had him somewhere. But, you know, this is where the regression comes in that people are talking about. Like, he had a historic year last year. We never even seen Brady or Manning have back-to-back years. So, Mahomes is very good. But now there's questions on the offensive line and Mahomes' ankle. I mean, he clearly wasn't 100%. Give him credit for battling it through. But it's difficult to have that back-to-back season and he could still finish the year with 40 touchdowns it's certainly possible I mean he makes insane throws but it's just the cost that you give up to acquire him and you know you could easily say well look at the rest of the picks in that round they all suck yeah that's true but look at the other teams that are getting Lamar Jackson later picking up Gardner Minshew off the wire (laughs) Dak Prescott Russell Wilson so that's that's the difference well I mean you know in that league I'm only on all the teams that I have, I've only got him on two redraft teams. I've got him on a couple of uh, best balls. That was the latest that I'd seen him going five eight. Most of the time, he's going in the you know early or late third, early fourth. And I took him in the fifth round. I said, you know, I'm just going to take him just to, because I'd like to have a piece of it just in case he, you know, has the same kind of year. And that's yeah. and it's, you know, I know that's a bad philosophy. But, you know, that's the way I did it, and, you know, it's going to... No, it's, it's not a bad out. philosophy, Phil, because you have a ton of teams, and we talk about this. So you could say, you know what, let me take a shot here. And it's not like you paid an extreme high price in our format. It can work out. You just need a lot of the pieces in the to hit, or you need to hit a bigger two on a free agent or two. So right. it can't, it can't yeah. work. Like, any anything can work. It's just, do you build the, the right pieces around him? Well, you know, I'm not unhappy. I mean, I, mean, I don't like. I don't know. You beat, sound you, but, you sound sad to me. So it doesn't sound like you're happy. Well, I just didn't have a very good week because most of my teams got beat this week, and it, you know, a lot of them went up against uh, Philadelphia Eagles defense, which really aggravates me. But um, no, I mean, it's just uh, I don't know. I mean, I was just kidding when I said that because I. You know, I just kind of laugh at people when they say, you know, should I drop my homes for, you know, people are crazy when they talk like that. Definitely. There's no doubt. Even though you get him in the... Some guy talked about that on Cirrus the other day. Somebody, they're like, who do you want to give the boot to? And some guy goes, Patrick Mahomes. You're like, seriously? You're going to cut him? Yeah, like people are... Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the same, yeah, exact same thing I listened to. I think, in city, whatever. I just wish I was in that type of league. So, anyway, I do have a big a question. Or who do I start between Jackson and Brady this week, though? <laughs> it's going to mm. aggravate me. The Giants are so the Giants Thursday. are so bad, Adam. So bad. Well, they don't have I mean, so is Cincinnati. No, oh, so who's see oh, Jackson? Jackson can run on Sensi. Yeah, no Ingram. Yeah. Ingram's going to run for a hundred yards this week. I would start Brady. Uh, I, what Lamar can run for a hundred on them? You don't think Lamar's going to run? No, I think Lamar and Ingram are going to run on Cincinnati, so I think I would start Brady. Well, what if the Patriots decide to focus on the run this week? The Patriots can focus on anything they want. The Gi- I mean, the Giants shouldn't even play this game. They should move this game out of Thursday night. 
They really yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I mean, it's bad. So that's going to be like 41-3. What kind of sucks too is if Houston wins today against the Rays, we'll have no baseball on Thursday night to oppose it either. So I at least watch that. Mm, interesting. Yeah. All I right, just had Phil. to call Jerry Cobbs twice last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> who's keeping track? Exactly me. That's me. All right, point, all right point to the scoreboard. Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Speaking of Houston and Rays, Ronas. Speaking of Houston and the Rays, would you start Justin Verlander in, week, in Game Four? Or would you wait him on five? Uh, I have no problem going to him on four. You want to close it out if you can. If he feels good and he's good to go, yeah, get get this thing closed out. I mean, it's this is big. I mean, Yankee fans got to be rooting for Tampa. Oh. Today. Then you get Garrett Cole in Game Five, and then love it. Then, you, that, then you got Granky in Game One, and you can't see Garrett Cole to Game Three. So yeah. uh, let's go Astros, please. <laughs> <laughs> Justin in California, what's going on, dude? How's it doing? How you doing, fellas? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I'm here to talk about uh, Adam Thielen and um, the all-around wide receiver core over there in Minnesota. You think this was just a one-week blowout, you know, out there in uh, New York, or do you think Adam Thielen's worth keeping around, or should I try to trade him while the hype is high? Well, I don't know. Th- I would keep him this week for sure. I mean, the way to beat Philadelphia is through the air, and they showed that they were willing to throw it against the Giants, but then again, anybody can throw it against the Giants. So I think right. this, is a bit, this is a big week. If Kirk Cousins can get 30 attempts, it shows me that they're willing to throw the ball. If Kirk Cousins throws like 23 times, then I might move Thielen. So I would, I would hold Thielen one more week. Hold, hold on to him. All right, that sounds yeah. good. Do you think Kirk Cousins is honestly the quarterback for the Vikings, though? I mean, as a Vikings fan, I think the guy's a stooge, and he's taking up our salary cap. Adam, what do you think about that? Well, you got no choice. You paid him. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, look, they want to run the football and play defense, and they want to hide the quarterback, and that's what they're going to try and do. So you're kind of stuck with them. And their running game is so good with Cook and Madison. Even if Cook goes out tomorrow, right, if he hurts his knee tomorrow in practice, they're going to run with Madison and Boone. That team is meant to run, so – Cousins just has to minimize his mistakes, but he's got to include his receivers enough to keep them interested, and that's the problem. Imagine they're in the right field, never seeing the baseball, right? That's how these guys feel, so I like Thielen this week. Awesome, awesome. And back to that uh, that Saquon thing you guys were talking about earlier. Well, I'm one of those goofballs that drafted him first round. Do you think he's going to be the same Saquon when he comes back from injury, or do you think he's going to kind of have some um, some issues out there? I think he's going to be better, Ronas, because Daniel Jones is better than Eli. Yeah, I think he'll be fine. As long as he's healthy, he'll be good. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. don't. You'll be good. Just wait another week, okay? Awesome, awesome. Hey, thanks for your time, fellas. Skull Vikings. You got it. You know, it's All funny, right. Ronas. I think that uh, the Giants, they just can't get it right. Not only you know they don't have Sterling Shepard, and you've got Tate, which is fine, but you have no Ingram. I, I just want to see the Giants' offense with everybody healthy, kind of like the Jets. I just want to see one week of them. Yeah, I don't think it would matter this week anyway against New England with the way they're playing. So, you know, it's you need to make sure that these guys are healthy. So I would think Barkley sits. Even though Shermer didn't rule him out. He's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I ruled wow. him out. Seriously, I totally ruled him out. Why would you even play him this week? Because my fantasy team needs him, Doc. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> why is that so the, such the truth? All right, guys, we're back right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor. DailyRoto.com.
Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. I just taped this movie, by the way, Ronis. I taped Back to the Future 1 and 2 so my son could watch it with me. Not 3. 3 was garbage. He liked it? No, we haven't seen it yet. We, oh, we watched so many it. movies. Okay. Yeah, I've taped it. We wa- oh, I've taped Jerry Maguire. That's going to be our next one. We're watching Catch Me If You Can now. Have you seen that? I have not. With Leonardo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks? No. Yeah, it's a good movie, dude. Is you have it? to see that one. Yeah, it's about this. It's a true story about this guy Frank Abagnale Jr. who ends up uh, defrauding the American government for like I don't know five million dollars when he was a teenager. Why didn't I think of that? I, <laughs> you wouldn't be here right now. That's yeah, true. I, I tape movies for my son that the, you know the good ones from like the eighties and nineties, and then we watch them again because he doesn't know any of them. No, that's cool. Yeah, like Ferris Bueller, Blindside, you know, stuff like that. Does he enjoy them? Yeah, for the most part. We saw my cousin Vinny the other night. Okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, so it's uh, just stuff. Yeah, yeah, I try try my best to find stuff that's interesting. Did you see this movie that's coming out, The Irishman, with uh, DiCaprio? I mean, uh, with uh, De Niro, Pacino, and Pesci? That's a good cast, dude. Yeah, so it's coming out in the movies and then Netflix uh, in November. It's like three and a half hours. Yeah, they didn't. They, I never saw Casino. Casino was like yeah, four good. hours too. Yeah, is that good? good? I've seen that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't mind long movies, but sometimes they're they get good. crazy. Yeah, yeah. they got to be good. Yeah, but I mean, don't don't drop me three and a half hours if it's crap. Yeah, that's the worst because you'll tune out. You'll be like, you know what? Uh, I'm leaving after an hour and a half. Well, this one I taped this one off TV. Not not it wasn't a movie channel. So when he, my son saw it, it was like three hours and fifteen minutes. He got nervous. I'm like, dude, this commercial just relax. <laughs> It's not used to that. All right, Adam, let's take a look at uh, some running backs here. Um, what about Kenyon Drake? If he's out there, is, he po- is it possible that he's out there on a waiver wire? I haven't seen him. Even in the high-stakes leagues, I haven't seen him. So, All right, I got a guy for you then. Reggie Bonifon. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're McCaffrey, Odie, you want him. And, yeah, I'd add him. Uh, McCaffrey had cramps last week. It doesn't sound serious, but he was not out there late in the game, even though they had the lead. But, sure, I think, you know, we're talking about handcuffs. And I think we knew it was him, but it was definitely reinforced. And you saw him go out there and have five carries for 80 yards. So there's not much on the waiver wire this league in the high-stakes leagues. It is a awful week for the – I thought last week was bad. This week is even worse. The, the worst I've ever seen. Seriously, the worst I've ever seen. It is. Now, let, let me ask you this. Let's say you own McCaffrey. Bonifant is out there. What would be the surcharge that you'd put on it? So let's say, I don't know, 30 bucks if you, if you didn't own McCaffrey. How much if you own McCaffrey? Ooh. Yeah, if you own McCaffrey, what do you think? 50 to 70? Or do you think you need more to insure? I, th- I think I need more to insure. Okay. That's, yeah, that's fair. 80 to, not, 80 to 100? To make sure you get them, yeah. To I make mean, sure I get them. Because I, I don't want to screw it around. I don't want to screw it up. I can't see him getting the same workload as McCaffrey, though. But it will be, you got to think, 15 to 20 per game. 
Right. I, I, he's going to get 15 touches, and what's right. that worth to me? I mean, it's, it's probably a worth a hundred a hundred bucks to me, not to, well, to not to anybody else. Right. The McCaffrey owner, it's definitely important for. Right. I mean, if, if I don't own McCaffrey, then I'll just throw in my bid 20, 30, 40 bucks. Maybe I get lucky. Maybe I don't. But right. I'm not going to. I don't. I also don't want, if I don't own McCaffrey, I don't want to overbid on Bonifon because I figure like I don't, I'm, I'm, it just could be money wasted. That's true. But yeah, as a McCaffrey owner, you're, you know, you, you saw a little scare. It doesn't seem serious. We'll see. But uh, you definitely want to protect yourself uh, now while you can before there is an injury and then someone who has. 800 bucks goes 640. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what happens. I mean, that's the truth. You know, let's say McCaffrey gets hurt, God forbid, this week. Reggie Bonifon next week goes for $900. Oh, yeah. If someone has money left, and, you know, there are people that have some money left. I mean, I actually have not spent a ton of fab in most of my leagues. Which really? may be a problem. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, blown money this year that has not worked out. I mean, we discussed Wayne Gallman, and it was the right call at the time to be aggressive. But Gallman's going to turn out to be a one week guy, a one week guy that you paid six hundred bucks for literally one week because Saquon's coming back next week for sure. Right for sure. So you know that that's the thing. I mean, is there outside of early in the year? I guess. DJ Chark was a big one that worked out. I did pick him up in a couple leagues. I don't think I spent a ton, though. I drafted him in around 19 or 20 in a lot of leagues, dude. Yeah, so there you go. But, uh, that, I, right? I mean, am I, am I missing? Like, I don't. Has there been huge waiver wire pickups? No. no I mean, no, Darren. Gallman. Well, Williams was good for Kansas City, but that was like two weeks. Auden Tate was like a hundred and something bucks last week. Man, he dropped the touchdown. I mean, he came. If you use, I used him in one. You know, he had what uh, eleven points. Uh, could have been a bigger day. But Tate could be a guy though that does have value the rest of the year. That he's playing a lot of snaps. Uh, who knows with AJ Green? And even when Green comes back, he'll still be there. Now, obviously, it's going to be tough for him to have as much relevance if Green is healthy and you got Boyd. But for now, it was. It looks like we could pick up, but. Uh, there's there hasn't been a ton of big name free agents this year, right? That have worked out. Not that like, I've seen. Not that I've seen. But you know, most of the time, I, I have around six to seven hundred dollars in most leagues now, where I'm betting like you know, picking thirty, forty, fifty bucks a week. You know, I don't know. It's like a Chinese water torture to me. Yeah, we have like about what seven or eight weeks left of this. So yeah. I'm trying what to think. About, what about Benny Snell this week? I mean, in our leagues, yes. I just don't think he's that good. He I'm was not, really good at Kentucky. Did I know, you watch but him he had, in college? He was really a good. A little bit, not a lot. But what I've seen from him in the preseason and in the limited time of game, he just looks slow. He is a little slow. He runs like a 4-5, four, 4-6. Four, he's a little slow. But yeah. he's he runs tough, though. He runs tough. I mean, look, in our format with 20 roster spots, yeah, I'm going to put in some tepid bids for him. But it's just uh, I'm not excited about it. I mean, I think they'll just continue to roll with Connor. I mean, we saw it last week. We all thought Samuels would get more. He didn't. They basically went on went on Connor. Do you went think they'll throw? Think they'll? And they're not going to throw the ball with Hodges, will they? Uh, they're going to. I think they're going to have to a little bit. They're going to probably try and run, but at some point, I mean, it is the Chargers. So you might see Snell this week. Snell might get six to eight touches this week, dude. He might. It's not a lot. No, but I'm just saying if Connor, if if they if they try to run with Connor and Connor gets stopped and they don't want to stop running the football, Snell may get, may get like a few carries. Yeah. No. I mean, look, if he he could, if something happens to Connor, all of a sudden now he's looking at a big role with Jalen Samuels out a month. So for uh, for sure, I'm looking here. I I think DJ Chark has probably been the best free agent pickup this year so far. I'm looking at. You yeah, know, it's I, funny. there's not much. 
in my leagues, I don't have him because I have Chark in most leagues, so I don't even know. I have him like at eight, nine teams. So how much did he go for in your league? Um, I know I picked him up in a 14-team league. Uh, let me see the online championship. Where I, I think I have him in two online championships. I started him in one. He was on the bench in the other because I'm just stacked at wide receiver in that league. Like it's it sucks, man. You, it, I wish this was a trading league because uh, oh, I, got, I know, I know. It, I, yeah. I have nothing at running back, and I'm just absolutely stacked at wide receiver. Uh, By the way, there's see. a tweet from Jason Braddock, our friend Jason Braddock, who said that he had Chark as his number one receiver in that draft. Okay, yeah, I mean, looking good now. Uh, you know how much I got him for on September 11th? What would be your guess? 163. 88. Runner-up was, runner was 66. Okay, it's a good bid then. I also picked up Raheem Mostert that week for 78, and the runner-up was 61. Look, Raheem Mostert is a good player, except now that Coleman and Bright are there. He exactly, play. exactly. And I had my running backs are so bad, I had to start. But you can't game. cut him. You can't cut Mostert. Oh no, not in this format. Like no in way. other in other leagues, you can. Like if you have sixteen, even eighteen roster spots, depending but not on not in ours. Right, in, in ours you can't because you know what happens as soon as I do. Uh, Coleman or Brita get banked up next week, and then I'm like, oh, why'd I cut him? I needed a running back, and then someone goes out and spends three hundred on him because. You see, that, that that those running backs are valuable in that 49er system. They just it's a good system Je- for dude, running. Dude, Jeff backs. Wilson is valuable. Look what he did. He was inactive though. I know, but I'm just saying he was valuable when when the t- when the opportunity came. They're all valuable. Let yeah. me ask you this: Cam Newton coming back in two weeks? Uh, it's beginning to look that way. Uh, they said the walking boot is off. Now the problem is, if I'm not mistaken, they play the 49ers that week. Uh, I don't know Ooh, if you want to bring him back for that game. Yeah. <laughs> if good he can't move, that. you better make sure he can move. That's what, all I will say. <laughs> make sure Cam can move before you bring him back against the 49ers. Now, here's the thing, too. What if the Panthers win again this week and they're undefeated with Kyle Allen on a quarterback? I think they. I think they Kyle Allen at, has not been very good. He hasn't. He has not. He's Christian made, McCaffrey's been. Uh, right. He's been and their okay. defense. And their defense. Yeah, I know their defense yeah. wasn't great this past week against Michigan. DJ Moore's done very little. Samuel's done little. I mean, sadly, can I believe I'm saying this? I think they need Cam Newton. Did I really say those words? Yeah, I th- I actually thought you were gonna be like, no, stick with Allen. He's been winning. No, I was ready for Allen's you to say terrible. that. He's been he terrible. He hasn't been good. Yeah, especially the last couple of weeks. Uh, can't hold on to the football. Oh, you know who's another big free agent pickup this year? This is when you tell me. Go ahead. Will Disley. Oh yeah, Will Disley's about eighty ninety dollars. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm just trying to think. Like they're really, and there has not been a lot of big waiver wire pickups in in the high. It's so leagues. funny. I Will Disley could have gotten for thirty bucks before he had those know, breakout games. I Crazy. know, I know. Because now he's legit, dude. He's legit. I know. You're starting him every week. I look back and I'm like, oh, uh, maybe I should have taken him. Uh, I mean, my tight ends. I got Darren Waller in one, so that's been good. Uh, Hawkinson, I don't know. We'll find out this week. We were talking about Look, that. I think Hawkinson can play this week. He has a concussion, right? And they play on Monday night. The problem is you might have to pick up Logan Thomas just in case. Oh, boy. I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a big one this week we have to keep an eye on. Did you see the Redskins? I don't know I think, I think don't know whether Stephen A. Smith caught, started this whole rumor that they want Mike Tomlin and they're going to trade a pick to get him. I didn't see the trade part, but I did see his name come up. I guess reportedly, I don't know if the, uh, Snyder said it, but he probably leaked it out or people familiar with them know. So that came out. And I guess Tomlin was asked about it at a press conference. And he's like, I got a fourth string quarterback. We're one and four. I, got, I don't have time for this. Something like well, that. Well, no, but Tomlin would go to the Redskins. You know that. He's from that area. He went to my college and then he's from Virginia. So a lot of people you, think that he needs a new, pl- he needs a new address. 
I don't know if that's the place to go. This is a team that had Sean McVay and Shanahan and let them go. They had Sean McVay? Yeah, he was with the Redskins coaching. I don't, yeah, Bruce. They would have to fi- If I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm firing Bruce Allen in the biggest way possible. But I bet you Trent Williams comes back and plays for Mike Tomlin, dude. Did you see how he said, oh, there's nothing wrong with the culture. It's good. Yeah, exactly. When you say that, you know that you're in a, in a fog. He's in a fog. They they need to they need major uh, they have to tear I mean basically because remember Snyder said yeah I'm not going to be involved and he was the one who said yeah get Haskins right but you need a guy you need to give your your whole team your, you, you got to find like Mike Holmgren Bill Parcells one guy who could do everything because otherwise nobody or come be happy. in there and and give up and say look I'm not going to be involved you bring the GM president whatever and allow him to do everything including naming the coach and clean everything up because that team is just a disaster man it's it's terrible I there. think I think it's worse when coaches become general managers I think it's better when general managers hire their favorite coach right yeah I don't think you want someone doing both it's just a lot of work man I'd like to try it one day Ronis and let you know um, okay, good luck. I'll, I'll root for you, but uh, you're going to be like, damn, this is a lot of work when I do this. <laughs> I, I think coaching is – I think general – what do you think is harder, coaching or general managing? Oh, boy. I think both are difficult, man, because you have a slim margin for error finding the right talent. And coaching, man, these guys work hard, man. They're in the building 4 or 5 a.m. It's just – it's. But it's, so is the general tough. manager. The general manager is there at 5 a.m. too. Uh, not always. Only Magic Johnson wasn't. Most well, of those other guys he's are got, there. He's got money and businesses to run. It's like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother Magic. He'll just come to the games. That's all we care about. But, yeah, no, I think those are hard jobs. I mean, They're really very stressful, too. People don't realize it. Everyone's like, oh, I will. It's, it's a very stressful job, man, because you're under constant pressure, especially depending on the market you're in, too. Unless you're Jason Garrett. You just keep getting... I mean, Jerry Jones said something like, if you have money, don't bet on Garrett leaving. I'm like, well, what has this guy done that he just keeps endorsing him, man? No, do you know what he does? He just listens to Jerry. I hate that, man. They, But that's uh, what I, he does. I've said, I've said it all year. The problem with the Cowboys is Garrett, man. You, it's always they, been they, Garrett. They, they didn't show up on Sunday. That's inexcusable, man. Yeah. All right. We'll keep on talking about Jason Garrett to make Adam happy right after yeah, this. Yeah, thanks. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Full-time fantasy, Dr. Odo and Adam Rona. Some news for you. Cam Newton ruled out for week six. It'll be Kyle Allen. Darius Leonard clears concussion protocol, but the Colts are on by. But if you're in an IDP league, you'll be happy to get him and his, like, 27 tackles a week back. I think he's he may be the biggest impact player in IDP, Rona's. Oh, yeah. I had him last year in his rookie year. Picked him over off the waiver wire, I think, after week one. And, boy, he really helped me. He was able to get to the championship. I didn't win, but uh, he certainly 
played a big role for me. You get that linebacker that's all over the field like that. Uh, it, it's it's a huge, huge difference. It's funny because I think in IDP, people like the sacks and the interceptions. I like the tackles. Oh, yeah. You get me I mean, 15 it, tackles a week. That's great. Yeah, I mean, a lot depends on the scoring format. Uh, the one thing with IDPs, they are a little bit different. But, yeah, tackles usually, even if tackles are a point, a point and a half, and a guy's getting 12, 13 consistently right there. And then if he could somehow add a sack or a deflection or an interception, and it's a huge week. But, yeah, Darius Leonard was all over the field. So if you picked up Ron Gronkowski, uh, he's going to join the Fox Sunday crew. So probably not coming back this year, Adam. I didn't think he would. I know people were hoping for it and in the fishbowl and premium tight end leagues, people were drafting him. I guess it's still possible, but I don't see it. Again, if I'm Gronk, there's no way I come back. I understand there's a competitive side to athletes, and he could be sitting out there watching the Patriots late in the year and kind of miss it. And I'm sure for him and that Patriots locker room, since they win so much, it's fun. But Gronk can do so many things. His body is taken up beating man so i hope he kind of sits out just for his livelihood he's fine financially he can do so many things uh but i understand i think i, mean, I think this guarantees him sitting out seriously you know you don't sign a contract with fox to just say i'm leaving in four weeks what if he has an out and uh, what if he has an out that's his hacker return or maybe he I does what or maybe he does what witten did sit the year out let your body recuperate and says you know what i want to come back i mean hey, I mean, if witten came back there's no doubt Gronk can come back he's younger but if i'm like Gronk, go ahead i don't think he should come back I don't think so either. By the way, can we get rid of Booger McFarland too? I don't even listen. The volume's down. So he I see people so tweeting about bad. it. But Oh, yeah. my God. It's really bad. But Witten looks pretty good this year, surprisingly so. Yeah. I mean, you know, you don't need him to do much. It's just kind of get open and, you know, that's it. I mean, fantasy, he's not great. But tight end is so bad. All right, guys. This is Dr. Rodo saying be well. Take care. Leave it right here for another hour without Adam Ronis right after this.